Hello, listeners. We are recording our first podcast live in a car. Uh, why are we in a car? Where are we driving to, Theo? So, you remember last week when we were talking about audio tours? We are now in the process of trying to create one ourselves. And I think this will be a really fun journey in exploring the city that we're currently living in right now, which is San Diego. Yeah, we're doing an audio tour on Kate Sessions, who is known as the mother of Balboa Park. And right now we're on our way to Coronado Island. Um, before we cover that, maybe a little bit of background. Theo and I are out here in uh, San Diego with our partners for around two months. This is week three right now. And uh, we've been meaning to get out and see some of the city anyways in a way that's meaningful, that helps us contextualize some of the history and some of the people here. Um, so today, uh, we were thinking about, huh, uh, is there anyone in San Diego's history? Are there any locations that as we learn, we can produce a product that is an audio tour of, we just think it'd be really meaningful, kind of fun, uh, have this as part of our creative process as we go around learning about the city that we are new to and we're here temporarily in, and, uh, it's really beautiful here. So we're looking forward to peeling back the layers. And we settled on heat sessions primarily because one objective of this audio tour is to entertain our significant others who are generally interested more in characters, stories, drama, while Jim and I are very interested in history and facts and businesses and not so much, not so appealing. So our success criteria here today is to investigate a series of things that we could tell a really fun and engaging story and hopefully our our partners don and uh, and dana will enjoy it and you know as we were reflecting on what is good storytelling in general uh one of the things that came about the stories always involved humans in some way even the stories we told last season on companies that were going public, we spent, for example, in the Coursera episode, we spent significant amounts of time talking about the founders of Coursera, two academics that came out of Stanford, um, Andrew Ng and Daphne Fuller. And for the episode on Duolingo, we spent quite a bit of time talking about Luis Von Ahn, LVA, as we coined the term for him, his upbringing in Guatemala and how he came to the States as well. So. Um, I, I guess we, we've always told stories about people. It's just that we never quite thought that might be the focus, but, um, as we're taking a step back and thinking about how do other people best learn through an audio tour, what is really engaging, what is relevant, mm -hmm. we're finding that maybe this kind of sidetrack for us in the past in terms of how we've recorded and told stories might be actually the feature. So. This guided us to kind of the first design decision today for audio tour is do we make this about a person or do we make this about a place? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we at least had the hypothesis right now that we'll start with a person because a person is often grounded in different places, just like case sessions will take us to quite a few different locations around San Diego. Um, but locations sometimes aren't necessarily grounded in, um, interesting people that comes together in a story, right? So if you follow the person first, there's almost guaranteed to be a good person story behind it, but with locations, if you go location first, it might not necessarily 
happy. So, uh, so yeah, we're on our way to our first location. We are starting with, so I think there are three places maybe that we want to explore with Kate sessions. Uh, Jim, you did some good research around, um, Kate sessions. First one we're going to go to is hotel Del Coronado. That's right. We're going to go to hotel Del Coronado first. And at least three places kind of would correspond to, um, to a chronological, uh, record of her interaction with San Diego. This is the first business she built in San Diego. Mm -hmm. It was actually the nursery at Hotel Del Coronado. Uh, for those who don't know Kay Sessions, she is a career horticulturalist, extremely accomplished, um, mainly active in the mid 1800s, the late 1800s, early 1900s. And, uh, she's known for bringing a lot of incredible plants and, uh, nature into Sandy. So the story will start at Hotel Del Coronado first, where she built a nursery as well as a flower shop. And then, uh, the story will likely flow into, uh, into Balboa Park and then eventually Mission Hills afterwards too. It's also two places where she did horticultural work as well. Um, I think the thing that's uncertain for me here, Theo, is we've done desk research before and we've done storytelling from desk research about abstract notions of people and companies, but we haven't tried to marry that story to a physical location mm. and a bodily experience before. Mm. So it could be that we show up to Coronado and we feel like, wow, this is a perfect fit for what we have on Kate Sessions thus far. Or we show up there and it's kind of like, huh. I don't think the story and the location really fit. So I'm really interested to get a sense of that. Once we show up, um, does the story really add to your experience of the location? Because if it doesn't, then you should just go to Coronado. You should just mm -hmm. hang out, have a drink, uh, appreciate the landscaping of the hotel. Um, so that's an open question for me is whether the story actually adds to your experience of the place. Mm. I think something that I'm currently just deeply uncomfortable with, but also really excited about is like, we're just trying out a lot of new stuff. Yep. We were, I don't think we came into this weird thing an audio tour no. and now we're doing it. And I'm like, I'm like both super thrilled, but also super like, I have no idea how it's going to turn out. Yep. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's a, a little bit of that thrill seeking, a little unsafe aspect of it. Um, that I'm really excited about. Right. Sure. Same here, man. Well, I'm glad to be on this adventure. But... All right, y'all. We'll check back in with you once we're in Coronado. All right. We are at the Hotel Del Coronado. Yeah, we're on this, like, walkway. Uh, and then on our left is this, like, gorgeous beef suites with, like, jacuzzis and hot tubs. And on the right, there's, like, these... We're setting up for a private event. We got some live music going on. He was just playing a Beatles cover. There's like 50, 100 people gathered around having drinks at the Speechside Shack listening to him. Um, we also just saw Thor. We also just saw Thor walking down the boardwalk with his flowing hair, muscular, right. muscular chest, and uh, of course, without any shirt on. In any case, uh, on a Sunday afternoon at Hotel Del Coronado, lots of families here. Everyone having a good time. Very good time. 
and very vibrant. And there's definitely some greenery here, to be fair. There's, yeah. uh, there's some palm trees. Yeah. I see some flowers. Yeah, you could say that, yeah. So how are we gonna work K sessions into this deal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so fun things happening at it's like a hotel del Coronado. Very diverse set of stuff going here. Yeah. Good music, good bars. Yep. Great beach. What are some of your impressions of this place since we've been walking around here for the last half an hour with you? <laughs> Man, there's not a lot of uh not a lot of Kate session. There's there's some Kate session influences, but we really have to tease it out. Yeah. Um, they've they've any remnants of her have probably been bulldozed to make it more very to make this place more touristy. Uh, it's very very packed with like activity. Kids playing on the beaches all over the place. It's a really fun place to be around. Yeah. But maybe not the best place to like. <laughs> to go deep into Kate's sessions. Sure. Yeah, it reminds me of a resort and an amusement park. <laughs> yeah. I was almost expecting uh, like botanical center vibes yeah. where it'd be more quiet. Yeah. Um, oh man, it's the opposite. But of course, it's um, this is like a massive resort. It's very green here. It's a lot of plants. There are. From trees to shrubs to flowers. Most of the things we don't, we do not know what the species are called. Um, very green across as many acres of ground that we've been walking across. Mm. I think when I was coming here, I was expecting either like a complete like either a hotel that was like really run down, or it was going to be something like very botanical-like, where everything is centered around Kate Sessions. Mm -hmm. Or at least a dedicated spot. But it seems that, like, with the vibes I'm getting here, is like her influence is um, scattered around different parts of this hotel. It's sure. definitely green, but it's like more of a feature oh, rather yeah. than the main For product sure. here. For sure. So where does that leave us on our, on our storytelling and on our audio tour here? Yeah, so we have, I mean, if we had to do an audio tour on Kate's sessions here, one thing could be to, um, there is this little like garden-like area near the front of the hotel. We call it the Vista Terrace. The or Vista something. Terrace. Yep. And there's a lot of there's a, there's a really large eclectic collection of plants that yeah. Kate Sessions had a huge probably had a huge influence on. We can we can go through that as the experience. Yeah. Like and 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 identify which one which plants she brought over and maybe go into the history of some of the the plants. But that yeah. becomes less about Kate Sessions. Um, the other thing is, like, you can make this just a Hotel Del Coronado tour and uh -huh. not make it about Kate Sessions is more of a, right. a part of the whole audio tour. Right. I'm kind of conflicted. I think I love her story. There were many parts of what attracted Theo and I to her. She uh, was one of the first women to graduate from college in the late 1800s, graduated from UC Berkeley. Um, independent female business owner in the late 1800s, which is very rare. Extremely accomplished, vibrant, really strong personality. Hardworking. Yeah. This is why I want to tell her story, but then as we're here, we're like, I feel kind of inauthentic <laughs> <laughs> to try to fit just her story yeah. as we give 
any listener an overall take on this space that we're in here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I feel a little bit stuck. <laughs> it's a good learning experience, right? Like it's, sure. it's like you can't tell a story if the environment around it doesn't allow you to tell that story. Yeah. And this is, I think that's what I'm feeling with. Yeah. Hotel Del Coronado. Yeah. Should we go to our next stop? Cool. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right, we'll see, see you soon. soon. Hello from Balboa Park. We are in spot number two. It turns out that Balboa Park is very, very huge. And so Kate Sessions, we're now at the second spot where there's actually a Kate Sessions statue yep. where we hope to learn a little bit more about Kate Sessions. And as you can hear in the background, there's a guy playing, uh, playing drums. Jamming. Jamming away. A plaque. Lots of really plant, pretty plants. Holding a pine cone? What do you think this is? I think that's a flower. Nice. Oh, there's a there's the real plaque. Mother of Balboa Park. Hmm. I think this is also the area when she first started planting the first plots of Balboa Park. Her first hundred trees? Her first hundred trees, yeah. What makes you say that? Because it says so on the plaque. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In 1892, she began transforming the surrounding area from scrub-covered land into what is now Boboa Park. I mean, they could mean it figuratively, but it could be literally, like, right in the surrounding area. Yeah. Right around here. And then there was like a commitment to plant 100 trees every year afterwards. For for 10 years. So that's a for thousand. Years. That's okay. a thousand trees. That's a lot of trees. But man, the room works nice. It's huge also. Theo and I had to get on the highway to get to this corner of Baboa Park from the zoo. Some takeaways from this is that creating an audio tour, you have to be laser focused in terms of where you're trying to go because the surrounding locations of Kate Sessions' influence have been, like, very entertaining, but yeah. also pretty distracting. <laughs> yeah, I think it's also how how much change there's been yeah. since she first interacted with those areas. So, for example, at the hotel, there are no visible traces of her yeah. legacy there unless you know to look for it. Right. And here, it's kind of all around you but it's invisible in a way. There's a plaque and there's a statue here, but there's no signage next to each tree right. that she's planted, or there's no plaques dedicated to the invisible influence she's had yes. on the growth of the park thereafter, on the plots of land that grew, yes. that she didn't plant herself. Yeah, there's definitely influence, but the influence is not explicit. Yeah. You can't really go like, that plant was planted by her. Yeah. Um, Unless we did more, if we did more upfront investigative research and yep. was like went really deep, yeah, we can probably go to the exact locations and and, 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 sure. and put together an put together some kind of a story around her. We can like figure out, for example, the path of the tree she planted. We can almost trace out an entire trail. But then at that point, the question I ask myself is, will you care? I think I would care. You would I care? I don't know if I want to create that though. Yeah, I think that's. Like, if somebody created that, I would definitely do that here. Um, 
I guess my take would be you have you have to be really into case sessions for you to care from that angle of the perspective. Mm. There's so many ways to tell the Balboa Park story. I'm sure it's a story of like philanthropy, just like many other parks are. Mm. It's a story of conservation mm. with a lot more story involved. For example, like how do they even get the land totally. to give to Kate Sessions so that she could plant the trees? Right. Uh, you know, were there changes of hands or were there inflection points in which the park was threatened from urban development? Probably. So there's like so many different ways to tell that story. If you pick the case sessions track right. <laughs> in which we take you on a two hour walk around the park from her story's perspective, you have to care so much about case sessions. About case sessions. That makes sense. So if we go back to what we were talking about earlier, where we were, we wanted to structure this audio tour around the person. My yeah. hypothesis was like, Hey, let's do an audio tour that's centered around a person. Right. And the locations this person has touched yeah, the are the locations right. of the audio tour, right? right? The original hypothesis was like, people love stories and stories revolve around people. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, I think we've talked about with audio tours, maybe it might revolve around the place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what, what are your takeaways? My latest <laughs> reflection is that <laughs> people are probably necessary, but not sufficient. Hmm. I, th- I still strongly believe that a personal narrative is deeply meaningful for you to find a relationship and a connection to a place or to a landmark. Yeah. But that experience needs to be compelling and needs to have a focus in and of itself, right? I think it also needs to be constrained into... Yeah. Like, if, I, I, if you're asking me to drive from Balboa Park to Hotel Del Coronado and yeah. then to Mission Hills. That's a lot of work already. Yeah. But if you say like, hey, if you want to check out Bubble Park for two hours, I'll give you a really, really great story about mm. it from Kate Sessions all the yeah. way to where it is today. Yeah. I'll take a flyer on that. Yeah. Because you think it's more convenient, right? Like it's, it's lower convenient, cost? It's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's lower time cost. Lower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lower barrier to entry. Like yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, I want to check out Bubble Park. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. I get lo- I get to learn a little about the story of Bubble Park. Great. I'll yeah. I'll take a flyer for that. But I would not take. Yeah, maybe you're right. I would not take an audio tour only on Kate sessions. Right. If it involves these areas. Another assumption that we were making was that we had to tell a story around one character. That's I true. That, I don't even know if that's true. That's true. I don't true. think we have to. I think we can, as long as there's a compelling storyline with like three or four or five main characters. That's true. That could be very compelling in of itself too. But we were really focused on Kate Sessions. I think we want to focus because we wanted something that was bound in the amount of investment and energy totally. we were going to give. This is not something where you get excited, you get passionate about Kate Sessions, and then you do an audio tour in a day or even a week you know there's like if you Mm -hmm. wanted to tell the story well i think there is a way but it's going to take way more research like you're saying you have to weave more people in you have to weave in the unique histories of each of these locations for it to for it to come alive and for us to do it justice i think let me let's let's do an exercise if if writing a blog on a on in terms of difficulty is a one and creating a film or creating a book is a 10 where would you put audio tours recording a podcast is a three <laughs> or yeah i mean okay i mean maybe we can use other anchor depends points the, like what how yeah. about a youtube video where would that oh i think it depends that? on the style right we know very little about but that 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 feels really expensive right yeah. um 
maybe a big realization inspired by that question of where would I score it in terms of difficulty is that audio tours are way more complex than I had anticipated them to be at the beginning of the day mm. generally hmm. give it that because it's simultaneously a story about people about location and about like how you experience it in a moment of time yeah I think that's the key part For us to be able to tell a story about K-Sessions in Balboa Park in this modern time of 2022 right now, it takes, I think, a fairly deep level of understanding across all those things in terms of the historical growth and development of Balboa Park, in terms of her role in it, and in terms of the other people's role in it as well that we may or may not include in that core storyline. But you need to do that research to figure out whether you want to put it in in the first place. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're back. We're back at the house. And Theo, are we still doing an audio tour at the end of the day? Yeah, I don't. I. Yeah, we did some a lot of reflections on our twenty-minute drive back, and I think we just we just realized how tough it was. Even though we enjoyed, we enjoy and love. To be consumers of audio tours, the creation of audio tours is not not worth not worth it. Well, taking a step back, why? How do we get on this crazy idea in the first place of producing an audio tour? How do we get here? We were ta- we were talking about our favorite learning experiences in 2021 that's right and we shared an affinity and love for audio tours that's right and we were like you know what let's fucking create one and let's get dana and don to enjoy these audio tours yeah we set a challenge for ourselves based on something that we based on experience that we like our assumption was that we can recreate audio tours for other people and make them even better one thing that I learned is that in order to create an audio tour, you gotta be passionate about the subject you're talking about. You can't just be passionate about audio tours. You can't be passionate about the, the medium. That's right. Yeah. You have to be passionate about the subject you're talking about. And I subjects really are really so deep and interconnected. I really don't care about plants that much. I would love to like yeah. learn about them, but I don't want to do the deep research about right. plants. Right. There were so many things we encountered today of stories we could have told along the way too. So for example, in Hotel del Coronado, it is an architecture marvel. It is. We could have pivoted to talk about architecture, but also not an area in which we're experts and super passionate about. Right. Um, But you know, one thing was that we were, what we did find out was we were passionate about different people's artisanal like crafts. Yeah. Because on the way, when we were at, when we were walking at Hotel del Coronado, we saw this guy create these magnificent sandcastles. Yes. And, you know, in, the, in this past week, being here in San Diego, we experienced some very inspirational coffee shop owners, matcha tea owners, who yeah. really, really are focused on perfecting their crafts. And I think that was a, that was a takeaway for me, though. Um, in, in playing with audio tours is that the thing that I'm actually really passionate about is learning about these people's stories. Yeah. So 
I guess what I'm taking away is maybe the original reason why I'm, you know, why I'm into audio tours isn't necessarily that they're a great medium objectively to understand your surroundings. The number one most important reason is the producer of the audio tour is so into mm. what they're talking about mm -hmm. that I love how passionate they are and I love listening to passionate people. And that is why Theo and I also are now encountering, when we encounter passionate people, we get into the things yeah. that they're into, such as artisanal tea, craft coffee, uh, for me, you know, a farm, living on a farm in West Virginia last year. Yeah. These are things that we wouldn't objectively search out on YouTube or Google to find content in. We're not spending our weekends trying to figure out how to make the best cup of coffee. But when someone is as into it and it's so deep to their dreams as some of these people are, we're really, really into them and their story. And thus, we get into those things. 100%. 100%. So now the biggest question is, are there more of you out there that are like us? <laughs> and maybe not for the exact same reasons, but are yeah. these stories from passionate people doing fairly niche things, can they, can they be as compelling to you as they are to us? Yeah. And if so, how can we play a role in that? How can we be translators? How can we be facilitators to helping other people? share this experience. So the thing that we learned was we don't want to be audio tour creators. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye y'all.